Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. Hello and welcome to the post-game podcast to react to Everton's 0-0 draw at Crystal Palace. The Blues made it seven clean sheets in the last nine matches, but a lack of killer touch in the final first cost them a deserved three points, which could prove costly in the pursuit of seventh place. Phil Kirkbride and Sam Carroll were at Sellers Park for the Echo, and they kick off this podcast by delivering their verdicts on what they witnessed, before you'll be able to listen to Everton manager Marco Silva's press conference in full. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Evening everybody, Crystal Palace nil, Everton nil. Um, a frustrating afternoon, not performance-wise, but because the result, Everton deserved to have won this game. They did pretty much everything right just until the final third, where things just tended to break down. Uh, 22 attempts on goal, just a three on target, was perhaps telling of a game that Everton controlled, dominated, um, and you know, played very well. And, and there was plenty for Silver to be ple- pleased with. And you know, he rightly says that they deserve to have come away here with three points, but. Again, as he admitted himself, they just lacked that clinical edge. Some big chances, certainly in the first half, and a great save by the Palace keeper from Jenk Tosin, who came off the bench and produced a, an expert back heel from Seamus Coleman's cross. The boys at the post twice, Bernard with a low shot and a deflected Luca Dean effort, uh, clipping the other post. Um, but it just wasn't to be, sadly, and whether that is a fatal blow for hopes of finishing seventh and hopeful and maybe hopes of qualifying for the Europa League. We will see two games to go, but Wolves now have a four-point lead. It looks very tough. But, you know, as, as exasperating, frustrating as that may be and the, today's result may be, on the other side, on the flip side, it was another largely positive performance. As I say, Everton controlled and dominated this game, did everything right up until that final third. And, yeah, just just disappointing because we uh, we all know it should have been three points. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. A 0-0 draw for Everton at Selhurst Park today. And to be honest, when you when you reflect on it, uh, we're, we're a little bit of breathing space after the game. You, you kind of see how many chances and opportunities Everton kind of had half chances. Probably the best one was the first one. Uh, the felt Dominic Calvert-Lewin, he just couldn't convert on his weaker left foot. I think Marco Silva said after the game that Everton tried everything to score, and he really did. Bernard hit the post, and Lupin deflected Lucas Dean Cross, hit the post. Um, but at the same time, Crystal Palace's goalkeeper was never really tested. Uh, I think testament to Everton's back five, including Jordan Pickford in goal. Adrissagana Gay was uh, superb once again. Morgan Schnallen didn't quite build on that impressive performance against Manchester United, but still was very good. But I think what has stood out for a lot of Evertonians after that game was the lack of quality in the final third. Uh, for me, it was frustrating at times. You know, Richarlison, only a young lad, and he will learn with time, but his decision-making, especially in the first half, was very raw. Uh, Seamus Coleman, as, as steady as he was in the first half, forcing uh, Wilfred Zaha to swap flanks at half-time. Got in behind several times. You know, a, a chance in the last 10 minutes inside the penalty area. Everton players queuing up in the box, and he put it into the side net, and then that kind of really summarised our day in front of goal. Gilfie Sigurdsson flitted in and out of the game. Same for Bernard, and obviously... 
Dominic Avalu now really just needs to start hitting the back of the net if Marco Silva is to recognise him as his first choice striker next season and don't dip into the transfer market. Europe now probably looking a little bit out of Everton's sight and Everton as a club should aim to qualify every year for the for at least the Europa League but now a summer of refreshment and hopefully new targets and getting the lads down on the training field for a successful season next season. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hi, Michael. Um, and today, Yeah, we deserved uh, the, the three points. Uh, I think it's, it was clear we, we were the best best team on the pitch. Uh, we have tried everything to, to win the match. Uh, two balls off the post, uh, fantastic save the goalkeeper. Uh, since the first minute we came here to and dominated all the all the game. And now it's difficult to do that here and against one team really strong in their counter-attack and their offensive transition. We want to play like Zaha to, to do that. Uh, with Benteke always holding well the, the ball. And we dominated the game in our offensive middle uh, with the ball in our in our style and we created the, the chance. Being more clinical this afternoon, we, we win easy. Uh, not easy, of course, but we win this game uh, clear, uh, clear to me because we started the game with good chances with Dominic in that, in that moment. And after second half, we had uh, three big, big chances to, to score. Um, we didn't score, uh, but um, our players, they, they, they tried everything and um, deserves really more. Margaret, so not a great record in London, I guess, now one win in 13. Is there anything about the capital that you guys don't like? <coughs> For me, it's not important if I play in London, if I play in Manchester, if I play in Liverpool, if I play in Birmingham. Um, not important. Uh, what is important to me, uh, we have 30, 38 games to play. Not in London, not in Manchester or Liverpool. We have 38 games to play, we have to do everything. Uh, uh, to, win the, to win the matches, um, and it's what we did this afternoon. And playing like we played this afternoon, um, with this quality, uh, with this balance, being solid like we, we did, playing offensive football like we, we did also, we are closer uh, to win uh, matches, and this is the most important thing for me. Your fans were, were good again as well. How frustrating is it for them that maybe Europe might be one step too far now? They were fantastic, like they, they are always, to be, to be honest. Fantastic, uh, the, the support again. Um, and what they did at the end of the match to our players, that means they, they can see what, what we did. They can see what we did. Uh, we have tried everything and uh, in the end of the match they the reaction they, they had with our players uh, showed that and is everything what they want, giving our best, giving 100% on the pitch, tried everything, play if you can good football to them to enjoy also and win matches everything what, what they want. This afternoon we didn't win, but all the other things we put on the pitch and uh, uh, for sure they go home not really, really happy because they didn't win, uh, but uh, they go with the feeling we, we tried everything and for them for sure is the most important thing. You've been listening to the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.